Good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of High Top Sports. We're in the studio with my main man, Steve. It's going to be a great show. Let's get it on, baby. Steve, Let's go, baby. how are you, my, my man? Goodness. Oh, yeah, it was so good. It was good to see you again, my friend. Welcome back to the studio. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it. We have a jam-packed show for you guys today. We have a special guest on, a former Gator, a legend Gator. We're going to go over all of his accolades here shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you Mr. Judd Davis. Welcome, Judd. Thank you for being on the show, man. We really do appreciate it. How are you, Judd? That's, uh, kickers don't get... Uh, you know, welcomes that like that very often. That uh, that's that's unusual, right there. I appreciate it, guys. Absolutely, absolutely, man. We got <laughs> hey, we got for the brand, right? As uh, McAfee says, for the brand. Yeah, <laughs> for the brand, exactly. <laughs> that, uh, that McAfee is beautiful. I think I love that guy. Uh, I love it. Well, Judd, let's let's kind of dive into it, man. We're, we want to go over. You played in the '90s with Spur. We had Shane on just the, uh, a couple episodes ago. You played with him for a little bit. You also played with Danny Warfel, which we'll dive into. But kind of for the for the newer fans who who may not he- have heard your name before, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, break that down for us, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, I I played for in Ocala Forest, and I didn't play my junior year. I got hurt, so I came into my senior year and. You know, back then you sent out tapes to all the schools to try to get you noticed. And uh, so, you know, I, and, and I had a great senior year, but if you, you got to, there was no kicking camps really back then. Now it's all about kicking camps and getting ranked in these things. And these schools now, they just call these, cor- you know, Corn Blue and, and uh, you know, um, Cole's kicking and they, who do I sign? So really, it's, it's, that's how it went. So it, it, um, Coach Galen Hall was leaving Florida. And I heard about this young guy named Coach Spurrier coming in from Duke. And so, my dad somehow got a tape in his hands and I got extended an offer to walk on. And as, 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 as you, as I said earlier, there's nothing lower than a walk on kicker, but so I walked on with like 10 of the guys and I did both. I punted and I kicked and I did really well. They cut everybody and they kept me. So, you know, my dream was, Oh my gosh, just to, to run out of the tunnel or put the Gator helmet on. That was, you know, I knew I, you know, I felt that was good, but you know, you're not a recruited. It's tough. So I walked on and uh, there was a, a senior kicking and, and uh, I just kind of waited my time um, until I was a redshirt so- sophomore. And uh, so it was kind of the way it went down. Coach Spurrier's recruit is Bart Emmis. He was the number one kicker in the country. He came in. And so I had a chance to compete with him. And so I knew he was going to get the job. He was very good. Um, but it seems like every time we went in the stadium, he would, for a scrimmage or something, he would struggle. So you know, I thought, you know, I, I was doing well, and he, he struggled the first five games of the season. And so I finally said that, you know, I maybe should should go see Coach Burry and tell him how I felt. And people just didn't do that, right? You didn't go see Coach Burry, especially if you're a nobody kicker. So I, uh, I went and saw Coach Burry, and I told him I felt like I should have a chance. And I was thinking about transferring. And um, it came down, I think, Bart missed a short field goal against South Carolina, and I was sitting in the, and, um, sitting in the hallway – and Coach Burr comes out, and all the, all the kickers hung out outside, and he walks by, and he stops, and he looks down, and he goes, all right, Mark, you're out. Judge, you're up. Just like that. And Nick, so I take off out of the locker room, run out through the band to the other end of the field and start warming up. And my parents are in the stands, and they see me warming up. And, and every time I made a kick, the crowd would cheer. So, I mean, because our kicking was struggling. And so I kicked two extra points, no field goals. The next week, Coach Burr named me the starter against Vanderbilt, and my 
first ever field goal was attempt was was in the the second drive, 47 yards, and he threw me out there against Vanderbilt, and I drilled it. And then I made nice. two more that game, and then after the game, um, he threw me one of the game balls. So, I mean, wow. it was just a, a blur. Yeah, I mean, I went – but to this day, I don't think if I went to see him in his office and sat down and, and maybe showed him and I had the guts, like – because I thought I told him, I said, Coach, I think I should have a shot. And he said, all right, good, whatever. And I didn't, you know. Um, I, don't, I don't know if he would have put me in. I don't know. But I knew if you get a chance, you got as a kicker, you got one chance. I remember running in to kick that extra point thinking, if I miss this, I'll never play again. And then I just kind of didn't look back the next year. Um, was kind of strange. So I kicked that second half of the year. And the next year, my junior year, I, I won the Lou Groza Award as the top kicker in the country and was first team All-American. So, I mean, talk about a blur. I go from thinking I'll never play to I'm going to transfer to they're handing me this trophy. It was just bizarre. So fast. And then, yeah, it was pretty cool, though. But then it was, it was an amazing journey. In fact, like I said, from a walk-on kicker to, to that point. So I- – I love like what you said too that you went to to coach and said, "Hey, I, I deserve a chance." And I, those are kind of those moments that you hear about of like you you sticking up for yourself. And like you said, if you probably didn't do that, this wouldn't be happening right now. So it's it's really cool to kind of get that mindset of like, look, I believe in myself. And you going in there showed to coach that you believe in yourself. He's like, well, if he has the the kahunas to come talk to me, he's gonna be dialed in on the football field because he knows that it's 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 either make it or break it. So that's too cool. Yeah, he he loves gamers. He 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 just he loves guys that do it because he was. I mean, the guy. I mean, he, he won the Heisman Trophy. I mean, I don't know. If, a lot of people don't know that the year he won the Heisman Trophy, he kicked a forty-yard field goal. Kicked the field goal. The last game of the year. <laughs> and, he did. Forty-yard field goal he to beat Auburn, and he was. And the story is a true story. He he told the coach, "I'll kick it," and and basically pulled the kicker off, and Spur, Coach Burry went out there and, and drilled it. And he, you know, we'd be in practice. And I'd miss or something, and he'd say, "You know, Judd, you know, I didn't miss. I never missed. <laughs> I know. I mean, it was <laughs> I never like, missed. and I'd be like, I mean, I'd forget. I mean, this guy won the Heisman Trophy, and I used to tell Werfel, I said, can you imagine? Like you, I said, if you ever tried to tell me to get off the field and you were going to go kick it, like the year he won the, I'd be like, you're crazy. I mean, to think about that is, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> coach, there's never another coach for the guy. The guy is just incredible." That I- <laughs> well, look, it, look. When it comes down to it, there was a uh, there was a year you had. I want to say it was your senior year. You, you were ninety five, and I'm, I'm I'm taking this off of a couple of hot takes that I've got here. You were ninety five. Call it ninety three percent efficiency rate. You didn't miss many either that year. <laughs> so you 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 were able to keep up with Spurrier in his uh, his glorious one for one. In my regard. Well, it's weird. I, I had a better senior year than my junior year. I made the finals for the girls in my senior year, but, you know, I, I didn't win it. But I, I swear, I think the fear of missing, you know, Coach Spurrier's visors is on the ground. That's how I knew. I, we'd be third and long, and I would watch, and then we wouldn't get it. And, and he – I knew he would, he would just be, you know, like I said, visors on the ground, and he just, he'd walk off. And, I, and then I'd hear him say field goal, and I'd run out. But – it, it 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 was weird, and then if I if I drilled it, he never came out and like, you know, he's like made a big deal about it. He's like, well, what do you want a medal? That's your job. You're supposed to make the damn thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, he I was mean, bad. They were kicking field goals. <laughs> I remember one time we're playing Tennessee my my junior year, and it was like a 45 yarder in the fourth quarter, and I, I'm running out to kick it, and all of a sudden I hear I'm about five yards, and I hear Judd, 
and I turn around and it's Gordon Spurrier. He looks at me, he goes, make it like that. And I go, <laughs> I go, and it made me so nervous. And I turn back around and I, and I run and going, oh my gosh, as I'm taking my steps going deep. I'm, I'm just, he made it that much worse and I drill it. And as I come off the field, he kind of hits me on the helmet. But the fact that he stopped me and told me to make it, it was just, I mean, you know, if you he didn't get seven with his almighty offense, then you damn well better give me three. Three, you know? yeah. And, three, yeah. But he used to, it's, it's, it's almost impossible to replicate pressure in practice, but he used to, out of the blue, he pulled me out one day when I wasn't even a starter, or, well, I was a starter, and he would make me kick field goals at the end of practice. It's 95 degrees. I've done nothing all day. And he would put me, take me out to like 45 yards, and he said, all right, Joe's going to kick three field goals, and every one he misses is 200-yard sprints for the team. And I'd be like, you got to be kidding me. So the team would get in a horseshoe around me. And these, you know, and I was like, a, and, and these, these six, five, 320 pound linemen are in my ear going, you better not miss this. And I'm telling you what, that was more nerve wracking than games. And every coach basically I've told that story to, they go, I'm doing that. And because it's like you said, you can't replicate. Pre- you yeah, don't you think you can. Yeah, but I, used to, I used to just shake, play, praying that he wouldn't do that please don't make me kick to see how many sprints the team runs and he was just he was a genius when it came to that stuff that that to me i feel like is more pressure than the game you don't let the, let the boys down uh, that would be brutal no it, it was terrible and then you know and and it was great though you i always i don't know if i really ever let the team down when i'd made them and they'd like carry me off the, on their shoulders as, <laughs> as we're leaving the, the scene as they don't have to run oh hell so John. it was almost it was almost more satisfying than the game but um, yeah, Coach Burr, it, it, the guy, oh, man, he, he can make you feel this big at any given time. Anytime you got bigger than the team, he would just break you down, man. And that was the – no one was bigger than the team. That's what I loved about him. That, so you I, were the I, practice I, hero in the game day yeah. like you just did your job. Practice day hero. Like you got us off the field. Yeah, we're practice day is where the trophy right? was earned. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right and then you you trot out there to kick a 45 yarder to win the game and it's like it's oh, no brainer you know, judd was just doing his job <laughs> yeah he Love he loved he did this thing where if if we'd always have like a, somebody would transfer from florida state or another school a kicker and most schools you get a, like a tryout and you the head coach never gets to see you kick ever that's just the way it is but coach Spurrier loves to mess with these guys so we had a guy transfer from florida state see and he came in and I told this kid, I said, you're going to go live with the team. And he's like, what are you talking about? I guess I'm, just, I'm just telling you that you better be ready. So we go field goal team. I went out there and I would kick some. And then I was, his name was like Jeff. And Spurs said, okay, John, get in here. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And he put this kid in. I'll never forget it. And this kid's shaking and he's taking a step back and I'm standing next to the coach. And, and he knew he was from Florida State. And he's like, Jeff, what do you think? And I said, I mean, it's just silence. I don't. And he goes, I think it's going to be wide right. As you know, the wide right for Florida State, and 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 he, I mean, never literally, heard that the kids get ready to And then the kid, I mean, and then he shanked it so far left and spur, and then goes for be like, oh, he goes, okay, we'll let him pick another one. He goes, this will be wide right, guarantee it, Judd. And he t- and this poor kid takes another step, and boom, wide right. Said, I told you, okay, get out of there. And this kid pulls him out. And then so we're over there after the thing. And he's got like tears in his eyes and he's pacing. And he goes, I can't, what a jerk. I can't believe you do this. And I said, listen, man, if you drill those in front of him when he's messing with you, then you're, then you're, that's what he wants to see. But if you can't make those with him harassing you, you're not going to make it in 90,000 in the swamp. 
right? And then, and, and and that's what Coach Bird would do. He would he would he wanted to test you, and and then they they released the kid and he was gone. But man, it was nerve wracking as a kicker to, for Coach Bird. And you 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 learned really early on. You gotta you gotta bring it. Those those might be top two favorite Spurs Spur stories I've heard in, in, in a while. Those, those are, those are the kind of like the, the backwoods that you really don't hear about, uh, you know, on uh, all the time. The second part too, a kicker, it's the greatest job in the world and the worst job in the world in a matter of 60 seconds, because like you said, you go out there and give them three points. Well, good job, Judd. That's what you're supposed to do. But if you miss, <laughs> if you miss, it, you don't hear the end of it. I mean, you're, you're, it's like a closer in baseball. Uh, the, all the pressure is, is on. Like nobody, nobody cares about who the kicker is until it's time to care about who the kicker is. Well, it's funny. Cause you know, you don't do anything all week cause you can't just kick for two hours, right? You, your leg will fall off. So you practice and then you just shut it down and you stand there and people don't understand. So these guys and you're standing there always, you know, I mean, I wish I was a kicker. You guys don't do anything. I said, listen, Everybody wants to be the kicker until game day. Then none of those guys want anything to do with that because it is, it is brute and it is a it is a gut wrenching feeling to run out there. I mean, because like I said, there's if you're a punter, there's a gray area. Oh, I didn't hit it good, but I got a, it rolled 25 yards right. Sure. And ended up <laughs> kicking. You're either you're the I mean you're the man or you're not, and that's a long run back from the middle of that field. And it, I always explain to people the difference between like kicking in the swamp or the road. It's totally different because like say you're in the, in, under the lights at Florida field in the swamp on national television, you go out there and it's, ah, it's loud. And then as you're taking your steps and then all of a sudden it gets quiet and then you kick and you know, if you made it and then you just wait for the crowd to go explode when it goes through, but say, but you're on the road to Tallahassee. And you go out there, and as you start taking a step back, it gets louder and louder and louder. So you're ready to go, and it's, it's deafening. And then you kick it, and you're waiting for it, and all of a sudden, and then it stops, right? <laughs> or if you miss, it goes up another octave, and then you got to run back to the sideline and face that one drunken idiot who's been heckling you for the whole game, which is, is – Steve. And if you make it, you know, I always would find that one drunken idiot. What's up? What's up now? Like this, or you go to the other end of the bench and avoid him, like playing because you know he's, he's waiting for it. <laughs> right? So there's so, so, things, so I got go ahead. I, I got a question for you. So so Judd, like there was there was an LSU game. I think it was the shoe game where at the beginning of the game it was a normal weather, right? It was a little it was a little dense. The air was a little dense. Halftime comes in, but slowly but surely, all of a sudden the lights in the stadium have almost eliminated the ability for you to see anything more than about 10 feet off, right? The, the, the fog's almost reflecting the light off the field from a kicker standpoint. How do you, if you're kicking a 40, 45 yard field goal, are you just going through your natural steps or do you even have the ability to aim when you can't see those, those, those uprights in that scenario? Is it just all instinct or what do you do? Well, we had a game like that against NC State, the Gator Bowl, in 19, what was it, 92 maybe. And the fog rolled in, and we couldn't see the team, NC State's team. That's how thick it was. And I <laughs> kicked like a 44-yarder, and I could just – I remember seeing the, the orange flags at the top of the uprights. But, you know, it's it, – it, yeah, what you, you know, what people don't understand is when you kick, when you're on the right hash or the left hash, you're not playing a hook. I love these announcers going, oh, they, they, they don't know anything about kicking. They'll say, oh, the kicker's like from the right side because they like to hook it in there. Listen, if you're playing a hook, 
as a kicker, you're not going to be the starter for very long. Every, <laughs> every kick is a straight kick. So if the line's in front of you and, and the ball, and you're on the right hash, you're taking your steps back on a straight line from the up, and then you're taking a 90 degree. So it's a 90 degree over. So I'm basically kicking it straight. The ball might be coming from further over there, but every kick's a straight kick. It doesn't matter where you are. You see what I'm saying? So you basically line up, and then you got to make sure that you're when you take a 90 degree over that it, you should be the same distance from that ball, that same blade of grass, no matter where you're on the right. So really, if you get your steps down and kick, it should go straight. But sometimes it's funny. I'll see guys like I'll be watching college games or even not pro, but college games, and they'll be on the right hash, and they'll take it back, and then they'll be stopped on a line, and then they'll cut, they'll go over versus taking a 90, and I'll be like, he's gonna push this to the right. And it doesn't always happen, but if but they're, they're but they're off because they look down and they stepped over on the line versus the ninety degree angle. It, it, like I said, it's like golf. You, it, it, you need to be a robot. The same thing every time. And yeah, and that's what I just happened to be just repetitive. I did the same thing, and I never picked out a. I just kicked. I always kicked in that general direction. Is how I never aimed real small. And when I did that, <laughs> the ball just went straight I would kick it at the uprights and it went straight I never put I don't know it's just kind of how my and I work with these young kids now and I try to explain to them it's a lot like golf like hitting a golf ball yeah I was gonna ask you so for golf a little tip for me if, if, it, if it, it, it could help so when you're aiming at the green are you looking at the flag or are you just like I'm just gonna I'm going that way or well it's funny uh JC Deacon the Gator golf coach he says that he had the team go out one time and they took all the pins out of all the greens and the entire golf course and they played a practice round so nobody knew where the hole was. And he says the scores of the entire team went down because everybody was aiming for the middle of the green. Center of the green, yeah. And they hit all, you hit more greens, but you get up there, you might have a 20-footer, 30-footer, you might have a 5-footer. But it's amazing how if you don't, you know what I mean, if you just aim yeah. in the middle of the green. But I thought that was, that was amazing. But what do we all do? We aim at the stick, and we miss it on the short side and the trap. You can't get up and down. And it's the same type of thing. But hit, kicking a football is just like hitting a good – you can hit it fat, you can hook it, you can push it. You can, I mean, it, it's, it's incredible. And I love teaching kids that, that play golf because I always use golf mechanics. The best kickers basically try to kick a fade. You want the ball to almost go up and drop to the right maybe a little bit. Because you guys see on TV when the ball, there's a lot of movement. The best kickers, there's no movement from side to side because when that ball's spinning, if there's any spinning, you know, it's spinning like this, but it, it also, if they're spin this way, it, it can move all over the place. The best kickers don't have any spin on it. And like Evan McPherson, is one, he, he's amazing. He's one of the, you know, for you saw right what there. he did in the, in the Super Bowl. Dude, he is, I've kicked with him. I've kicked with, you know, Eddie Panero, all these kids. I've kicked with a lot of them. But it, that, uh, yeah, Eddie, oh yeah. <laughs> Eddie's got a cannon. Kick and crush the ball. So <laughs> it's fun to still kick. I kick Eddie was weird. a movement. I mean, I'm still. <laughs> yo, wasn't he? Eddie. And he, he he came he came in like kind of the way you said when, when Florida kicking was at its worst and just a surgeons was came amongst the 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 the, the fans because like we had a kicker <laughs> and he had a great name. <laughs> yeah, the one the one disappointment they never let him try like a sixty five yarder. I mean, he has an absolute cannon. So does Evan, but they, they never let him try the bomb. I don't, never could understand that because uh, he could have just shattered any. Uh, any record, but um, yeah, Eddie, but it's amazing how tough it is to retain a job in the NFL um, these days. I mean, you, I mean, it, it doesn't matter what you did last week. If you miss, 
you're gone. The owner cuts you, you know, forget the, forget the head coach sure. and, and you're gone. I mean, it is just, you know, I watched Justin Tucker and these guys. I mean, he's, that guy is a freak of nature. And my son, um, actually you'll see my shirt here, Dartmouth football. My son just graduated from Dartmouth. He kicked for the last four years for Dartmouth. And, um, he got his mom's brain in my foot. That's what we'll we'll, we'll go on. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a win there. Um, yeah. We got it real quick, uh, Judd. We've got a little love from Cody Phillips. He says, "Go Gators!" And then Dominic, uh, he has a question for you, Judd. A super chat uh, says, "Judd, was there any moments where Steve would flip out, or was it more like a disappointed dad that's arguing towards you?" It says, "Love you, go Gators." I mean, uh, he would flip out on me. Is that what he was asking? Uh, yeah, kind of like I, you were just in general. Was it more of like an, an angry response or just a disappointed dad? Like, what, what was his response on those things? Um, yeah, he never went off on me. I mean, I, I tell you, I got one, uh, one story. We're playing against West Virginia in the Sugar Bowl, and it's late in the game, and we're up by like 40. And Florida State is playing Nebraska for the national championship at the same time. And somebody's got a little television on the sidelines, right? So Shane Edge, my holder, and I are at the, at, at the end of the field, and we're watching the Florida State game during our game. And all of a sudden, I hear a commotion, and the field goal team is on the field waiting for Shane and I, and we're on the sidelines. We, we weren't out there. And I remember, I mean, I, I was like, what are we doing? I run out there, grab my helmet, put it on. I mean, I barely, we barely get the snap and the kick off. And I'm, I remember coming off field, Coach Ferris looking at me like, what, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> and I remember being, I remember I drilled it, but you know, he gave me a hard time, but if, if you got it done on the field, he didn't have a problem with you. Um, I guess, no, I mean, I guess I made enough fields. I never missed a, a clutch field goal that angered him. I guess I made all the big ones, which I guess, I mean, it was just maybe probably just straight fear, but if you got on his bad side, I mean, I, like I said, oh, I've seen him just decimate players like you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe. He, he's probably one of the most intimidating people I've ever been around. But just, I mean, you can have a 10 minute conversation with him and you're wondering, and then you're done. You're like, I'm not pretty sure. I don't know if he's heard a word, word I've said. <laughs> right? he's, talk, he's talking about what he's talking about. Right. And I, I love the guy, but he's, that's just so superior. I mean, he's just the, one of the all-time greats. I mean, he has carte blanche to say whatever he wants, and nobody has a hard time, and nobody has a problem. Yeah, what are you, you going to say? Awesome. <laughs> what are you, you going to do? I, I, no, I've been Steve, you're wrong. People, yeah, I've been across people like that. They're, it's it's a little terrifying, because like you said, like you kind of walk away like, did I say something wrong? <laughs> I don't even know what happened. It just adds, what's going on? <laughs> You don't know. So his, I'll tell you a quick story about golf. His big thing is he's never been beaten by a player in golf while he was coaching him at any level. I mean, he, he takes a lot of pride in that. And back when I was playing, I mean, he could play. So the word got around that, that I could play and I kept, and I, and as, as I slowly, as I, I won the job, I started to get a little cocky. I said, coach, when are we going to play? Cause I'm going to beat you. I would tell him that in practice. So we didn't it. play. So we get to my senior year. And I'm, and I'm walking down the hall, and I see Coach Spurs, by the way, Ermi said, okay, Judd, today's the day. Said, meet me at university. So we're going to play. And I'm like, so it was me, uh, was it Werfel and Brian Schottenheimer, I think, and Coach Spurrier. And we go to university, and I had to, I had to play. I had to rally. I had to shoot even on the back nine to shoot 76. And he shot even. He shot 72. And man, I didn't hear the end of that. I mean, we'd be, I know, he, I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. But he, he's so, he just gets in your head and just talk your pants. 
I'm going to be in practice the next week and kicking field goals. Boy, glad you can kick it straighter than those tee shots yet. And he just started laughing. <laughs> oh, and so then I would say, and then I would say, and I would say, well, when are we, so let's go again, coach. Uh, let's go. Let's like next week. And he goes, nope. You're nope. done. He goes, you have your chance. And he goes, and I go, what do you mean? He goes, no, that was it. And he goes, it's like Tennessee. You lose Tennessee for the, you lose Tennessee for the year. You lost to me and it's done. So we didn't play again until I graduated. And I never had another chance. And I mean, it's just have you beat him? Have you, have you beat him since, since graduating? So the yeah, so the, 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 the first time we played afterward, I shot two under, and he shot seventy four, and he paid me, I think ten dollars on the eighteenth green, and then that night this Gator function, I spoke, and I made a crack about it, and man, he got up to speak, and he talked about the round of golf and why he lost for like five minutes, and I'm like, and I'm going, and pe- I'm like, people don't want to hear about this. And then he said, he remember him saying, well, I would have gotten, if Judd knew Judd was going to get up here and brag, I would have gotten there earlier and hit more range balls. Oh <laughs> Bro, the, the, this is incredible. This is, this is awesome. Yeah, he's, he's so competitive, and um, I love it. I mean, and, I mean, he's, I mean, he, obviously he's older now, and he, he wants to play like he used to, but, yeah, the guy, he dropped a 70. So I had my – my birthday party recently and he came in and his birthday present was to me was a sleeve of Titus Falls and I took one out and it said on the, he had written in Sharpie it said 76-72 and he said happy birthday coach he read the score from that what day a legend just a <laughs> vault too like the man would just will not let it go <laughs> we're, up at, we're up at the Lake Oconee at the Chick-fil-A golf tournament and, and, and Saban's there and all these former coaches you play with a former player and coach Spurrier was there. I was playing with coach Mullen and Coach Spurrier came in to play kind of as a as a one of the uh, legends came in, and we're up in this private room the night before, and it's all these coaches' wives and the coaches, and I mean, it, uh, I mean Saban and Brian Kelly from Notre Dame, and and then Coach Spurrier rolls in. He was late, and he just takes over the room, and he walks up, and I'm standing there next to Coach Saban, and he puts his arm around Coach Saban, and he said, "Jed, tell Coach Saban how 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 I played with you in college and what the, what the score was. Go ahead and tell him." And I, and I was like, Coach Saban doesn't want to hear this. And so I started the sense, and he goes, no, I'll tell it. And he proceeds <laughs> to tell Coach Saban. <laughs> and uh, but then, but as soon as it's over, he put his arm around me, and he said, you know what, though? But this guy right here, he kicked five field goals against Georgia in 1994 in, in, a, in a monsoon rain, and it was only four field goals, but he, he would say it was five. And, but he, so he bragged on me. So, I mean, he's just – yeah, he's the best, man. I love the guy. Yeah. This probably this is, that is awesome. This is peaking to be one of my favorite interviews. Like these stories are just absolutely incredible. Also, too, Joe told me you were good at golf, and he kept like Joe's good. Like I respect. I mean, Joe and I we go back and forth. Uh, and he's he's great at it, and he goes, Joe Joe can sling some sticks now, and you hear you hear that. Judge, minus two. He he didn't say you could sling some sticks. Well, I've kept Not it. Like I've kept it around. I mean, I've kept. I try to keep it down around scratch. I've been around scratch for about you know since 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 college probably or in high school and uh my brother-in-law played for north carolina and so i used to play with these really really good gotta, players and gotta I be there a hundred i couldn't break a hundred and all and and i played with the guy my best friend one guy went to north carolina on golf got one went to florida and one went to southern cal so i went from not being able to break a hundred and and in two years later i was shooting in those 70s only but you, because you play, and, and normally you're playing with guys that are your ability. You normally you're playing with the other guys that are shooting 110, right, when you start. Sure. But it was very rare, and that's how I got good, just learning from those guys. And um, 
So, you know, I, I, I keep thinking as I get older, I'm going to shoot the same score. So it's more difficult for me to shoot the scores and it's, it's frustrating, but I can still, you know, I can still get it down there and get it under par every now and then. So it's, 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 it, I love, I love the game. I'm, I'm mid to high seventies. So I think we, I mean, I'll, I'm, I'll hold okay. my own. I can have a good time. I played in high school. That's, that's strong, man. That's, that's good. So what are you about? You about a five, four? Yeah. So I, I played in a few grit tour tournaments on that. It has me at a one. And I was kind of dotted in for a okay. little bit, but I don't. Th- I don't think. I think it's it's overweighted a little bit. I typically shoot 75, 78, 79. If I if I okay, well you're yeah, then you're a stick, man. Yeah, I, I don't sure. think I don't. I've never shot under par. My best is even. So once I shoot under, I'll, I'll be pretty happy about that. But I'm a little. Uh, I'm having a kid soon, so I'm a little uh, out uh, outdated. But I'm, I, I'll get back into it. I, I'm if if we go out there and play and, and do what we want to do, I'll make sure that I I bring my A game. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah, let's go, man. Let, you got you got my number. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to rip it anytime. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll definitely we'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll make it happen and get some get a good content out there because it'll be a good time. Uh, something that I like to ask to all the past Gators, obviously that with the NIL going around, everybody loves to talk about it. And you just gave us an incredible story of how you know playing or playing football in the '90s. And I like to ask, would you give up playing in the '90s to play now with the NIL options or? That doesn't matter. You'd rather have the the moments and the experience that you had then. Well, it's funny because I had one of the coaches tell me, Judd, if you were playing now and, you know, with, you know, if if you're well-spoken and and you're kind of sharp and, and he said, Judd, and you won the Groza now with that, he said, you could, you'd be getting paid right and left. And I'm like, I mean, it's kind of bitter when you hear that. Because, but it's so foreign. It doesn't compute in my brain because we just got, we were constantly getting riled about what, you, you know, I remember playing golf with Coach Spurrier and he couldn't buy me a Coke at the turn. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's a violation. I mean, he did, but he, I remember him saying, I remember him saying, I remember him saying, oh, this is my Coke, but I'm not going to finish it so you can have it. And he kind of winked at me, but I mean, that's insane that you can't, I remember if you're walking in the class and a coach picked you up in the rain to, to drop you off at class, it's a violation. I mean, it was wow. just, I mean, yeah. So for it to swing this far and, you know, I've, I asked coach Napier, you know, I said, what, what, what's it like? And he looked at me and he said, Judd, it is absolute chaos is what he told me. Coach Napier told me that. He said, if you're Save, a big name player, right? No, Nate, Coach Napier told Napier. me that. Napier, Napier, sorry, sorry, sorry. You broke up. Sorry. Yeah, Napier said it is it is absolute chaos is the word he used. He said if you're a big-name player right now and you go into the portal and you basically you go into the portal, then you sit in your living room with your family and it's a bidding war and you just sit there and watch the money come in. He said that's what it's come to. It, it's – uh, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty incredible what what is going on and wow and 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 how can you how can you say somebody's cheating? I mean, it's just I mean Texas A and M has billionaire, you know, boosters. Sure. So and I yeah, always, I always tell people this, <laughs> right? And so I tell people this: if here I am, if I was worth say I was worth three hundred million, I mean I'm a diehard Gator. I would call Strickland, and I would say, let's do this. What do you need? I got I got ten million. Let's do this. I want to be part of this. I mean, why you guys would, wouldn't you? I mean, how fun would that be? Sure. Right? I mean, these guys have they become buddies with the players. They have their numbers. They're contacting them. They're they're putting they're getting their name where. I mean, they're in they're on the inside of the inside more than they ever have been. So, if I'm worth a hundred million dollars, why wouldn't I? Right. It's, I mean, it's just and there's really 
from what I can gather, how are you even monitoring what's legal and what's not? I mean, it's just it's wild wild west right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the kid that went. I mean the first big one was what Deion Sanders at Jackson State, the kid and like Barstool. What was it? Travis Hunter. Steve Steve remembers. (laughs) There's still I need a salve still at this point for the burn that I experienced. Well, from what from what I'm hearing is he's going to end up there. I mean, he'll play a year, go in the portal, and go back to Florida State. I mean, why wouldn't you? And and yeah, yeah, get paid. These guys aren't, especially then. They were not signing contracts. It's like. And nobody really knows. There's nothing to monitor how you get your money. If you play, if you don't play, it's still in the infancy. So how are you signing these contracts where you have to play a minimum three years, you get another $100,000 bonus? I mean, I don't even know. There's no structure to it. And then I'm hearing that what's really going to get nuts in two years is the IRS is going to come rolling in. Now, these kids... We've had that talk. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look about that. The rookies in the NFL, they don't even know... But we're talking, these are kid kids. And so, you know, I know every school has got these accounts and they have these, these meetings and this is what you're supposed to do. But these kids are getting money under the table. They're not telling anybody, right? You know that. So, and how do you prosecute it? It's going to get, it's going to get ugly with the IRS. You, it, that's only a matter of time. Yeah. And look, and the other thing is, look, it, it almost felt easier. And this is the wild thing. It almost felt easier before the NIL when there was just a bag man. You know, you got money, you committed to a school, uh, somehow, you know, you, you, your parents yeah, that got seems like, better a house at this that point. they couldn't afford. It almost seems easier. It almost seems more simplistic. It seems when, cleaner. <laughs> yeah. I got, I'm, who cares why I'm driving a Lamborghini, but I play for this university now and there should be no questions. Now it's like, what in the world? This, but I've won. I'm the owner of a small island now. Who would like to come <laughs> okay, so what the hell is well, going on? It, it is. I've heard some stories from um, from some of the coaches that I can't repeat. And about you know, in the locker room. I mean, and it's already getting. You know, these. It's. Um, remember when the huge uh, the rookies in the NFL, the first the, you know first round draft picks, they would get these massive signing bonuses, guaranteed money, back before they put a cap on it, and they'd roll into the locker room. And these veterans that have been in the NFL for ten years, the bitterness from some young kid sure. who just got with thirty million. Yeah. So it's the same thing is happening in in college, right? Wow. This kid hasn't done anything, right? And and then they find out, you know, he's a five star, but maybe he isn't as good on the field. They're like, this, this kid got how much? And so I can't even fathom that. That's it, it, it's so bizarre to think. And you like you said, pulling up in their in their Mercedes and things, it just doesn't make any any sense. And 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 then, you know, I've you know, talk to Coach Moen a little bit, and I've heard that, you know, you discipline a kid, right? Get on him. Then all of a sudden that night, his mom's calling you and said, you apologize or we're going to the portal. I mean, what? How do you even, I mean, I, I, people ask me, what do you, how do you think Spurrier would handle this? <laughs> oh, he'd have a meltdown. Spurrier would roll up a $20 bill, throw it in my face, and tell me to go kick the damn ball. That's what he would do. You know, he, that's how he would handle it, right? I mean, can you imagine somebody like somebody strong arm and coach Spurrier for more money? I mean, I can't even, I, his personality wouldn't work. I, I don't, so I don't would, know. Would you want to play now? I, it, it sounds like it. Well, I mean, if you're, if, you're, if you're pay to play, Judd, you're, you're a millionaire. I mean, so I won, you know, like I said, I won the girls in my junior year. First team All-American. So, you know, 
Senior yeah, year, you're looking good in the Lambo, wow. Judd. What's <laughs> up, senior year? Well, here's the thing. So, so <laughs> what color you want? <laughs> so say I want it my junior year, and then I go on the portal, right? And it, and it, and kicking is a very clear cut thing. This kid, he is can make, make the field goals, right? It's yeah. not like, oh, is he going to fit in as one of the receivers? This or that. Kicking's kicking, right? Okay, he won the growth. He's immediately going to make our kicking game solid. Let's pay him. I mean, I can't. I mean, I was talking to my dad about the other day. I said, Dad, can you imagine you as my dad would be on the phone at night calling around trying to get me, you know, deals with, you know, car dealerships and things. And my dad just looked at me and goes, that just, that's crazy. And you would. That's what I would do, you know. It, it's just, I, it, it's, it's so weird. But it's gotten out of control. And I think, I don't know how they're going to rein it in. How do you do that? How do you rein it in? I don't we've know, talked I about it. It has, it has to be a salary cap. That's what we've, we've talked. Yes. There has to be where yeah. each, again, you're going to have the bag man still coming around, right? But there has to be, there has to be a line where it's like, look, you can allocate this to so many players. And then it's like fantasy football in a sense of where, okay, our budget's 50 grand and this player's worth 25. So if I give all this to one player, well, I'm not going to be able to buy every single five-star now because I just bought this, I bought the heavy end five-star. That's where I think it has to go. And the players already have uh, evaluations on them, NIL evaluations of 300,000, like Anthony Richardson, I think is worth, worth half a million. That's his valuation at this moment. So that's to me where, it, where it's going to have to go, which it's bizarre to think about, but that's to me how you, I would roll it in. Or make it incentive-based. I mean, you got to produce on the field to, to get this you're going to get x amount if you do this i mean it's that's what's that's one of the beauties of i mean well uh, golf is you gotta put the ball in the hole to get paid of course or if you want to go to live and get 100 million um but if you know incentive based or or something i don't know you have to stay for x amount of years because you know they can't i mean a coach can do whatever he wants he can he can leave and bail anytime he wants but so I mean, the portal just puts a whole other. I mean, that's crazy in the portal. I mean, you literally, it is a bidding war. And you know what's funny? Florida just completed their $80 million football facility. And, and it's beautiful. It's cool. But you know what? These, these recruits, who cares? How much are you going to pay me? Right? That, that's, you know, it's all of a sudden facilities don't mean much, right? They I mean, don't that mean anything. Jackson, all that money they spent. He went to Jackson State <laughs> over Florida State, right? You tell me, you think he asked him about the facilities? facilities. <laughs> I mean, Florida finally got the facilities up to speed, and, it, and it's like, what? You don't want to see our facility? No, let's talk about, you know, how much I'm going to get paid. I watched yeah. a video with Jackson State the other day. They were going with Travis Hunter, and he they were showing the, the, the complex, like the locker room, the gym, and I was like, this is horrible. This is like a high school. The stadium was like a high school stadium. the The locker room looked the 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 um like the meeting area looked like your like a homeroom facility like like at a you go to a neighborhood like the the, the clubhouse like an old like nineteen nineties clubhouse themed room. I was like, what? The gym looked like a hotel gym. I was like, what? 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 Dude, you you're the number one recruit in the world. You could have gone anywhere, <laughs> and you went to Jackson State. There's, well, no, <laughs> the re, I mean, think about it. Um, Oregon got put on the map by Phil Knight yeah. with the facilities Beautiful. and buying and, 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 and having a new uniform for every other game, right? And he spent a fortune <laughs> on that stuff, right? I heard every time he changed helmets, it was like a hundred grand. I mean, I've read those stories, but now, now facilities at Oregon, now it's Phil Knight, it's NIL, 
we need Phil. Yeah. We need we need half a million for this kid. We need a quarter million for this kid. So it, it's weird. It's totally that Oregon put them on the map with their facilities and their cool uniforms. Now, I don't matter. know if even. And now yeah, Phil's blowing wanna, up. Uh, he's blowing up phones trying to find a conference for himself. <laughs> yeah, true. Right. I don't. I don't know what the. I mean, the, the used to be the dream was if I can be successful, like the the, the the dream of the money in the NFL will be there. But if you're coming out of college and you're getting, you know, half a million dollars, I mean, what's? I don't know. You what's going to push you to go work out? And I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a, it's just yeah, disciplining it's, it's those kids. Sad. Is it's impossible. sad to me. Is what it is. It's kind of it's sad. I just thought about this. So if you think about, uh, Judd, going back to, to your college days and obviously what the NIL is and, and even the transition to the NFL, Roberto Aguayo, who is the kicker for FSU, had an amazing college career. If you would have had to put a, and if you would have had to put an NIL valuation on that kid while he was in college, he would have made more money in college than in he did in the pros. 100%. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly, and we haven't seen it yet with a kicker because it's so new. Some kid's going to go 23 for 23, right, or some crazy number's going to win the Groza, and he's going to go in the portal, and he'll have like another year or two. And, dude, that's valuable. You guys know that, to me, you got a kid that's, that doesn't miss and it has got a cannon. If I'm a coach, that is going to win you two games a year just on two, the kick. Win or yeah. lose easily. So it's so weird all of a sudden these kickers – I mean, I, they can be a little cocky, right? And above, and I know um, Aguayo. We've I played in some golf tournaments with him, and yeah, his numbers were insane. And like I said, I felt bad for him when he got drafted that high because it doesn't matter how good you are, you don't you live up to that. Will, yeah. You're gonna miss. You're gonna start missing. And I talked to him about the pressure <laughs> of that of that Buccaneers camp, and he said, Judd, it was insane. These guys. If I missed anything, these veterans would just annihilate me, and I'm going, wow. And basically, that was a test. It'll never happen again. They'll never draft a kicker that high. That was uh, that ruined it yeah. for basically any kicker going high again. For sure. Because yeah, they tried to recreate was, Janikowski. Eddie and that got, was Eddie not got drafted. <laughs> McPherson got, or excuse me, Evan got drafted, but he was still late. But that was because his big thing was like that's why you draft a kicker when he was balling out last year in the playoffs. But it wasn't yeah, as high. I think you're gonna go. Yeah, you might go fourth round or somewhere, but there's not going to be any more. Yeah, you know, Janikowski. Now, I've kicked with Janikowski back when I was younger, and I basically just stopped kicking when we were kicking in practice <laughs> with a couple of the guys I just watched. There's – when he was at his peak, I mean, you remember him. You couldn't – his legs – I mean, he was 240 pounds. The guy was an absolute – I mean, I've seen him hit balls that you – there's a tape that we had of him kicking a – it was like a 49-yarder in high school. And, and it was from the, you know, from up in the, the, the bleachers, you know, from there. And, you know, there's never any uh, bleachers in the end zone. It's always the uprights and it's all black, right? When it went through the uprights, I mean, we rewound this thing and it was still climbing when it went. And we, I, I remember thinking that, that's good from 70, 80 yards. It was in high when you had a block, you know, the big two inch blocks in high school. And I heard stories about when he played soccer for Nice High School, he broke, I heard he, Broke one goalie's rib and another goalie's collarbone from taking shots from the from the ball hitting him. They said that he basically that's how because he was in Poland and they, he was going to yeah. play for the Polish national team. And then his mom said, "No, we want to go to America to get an education." So when he was like 16, they offered him like a million dollars, and then he went over and played played for Nice High School in soccer. Nice. And then the coach heard <laughs> yeah. about him. 
But you know, yeah, yeah. See, he early on he wasn't accurate, and then he figured it out. But when he won the Groves his first year, um, he wasn't even going to go. I think the second year that he didn't show up, and they, they they found him out shooting pool, drinking vodka. One night. That sounds right. right. Like, <laughs> That's one hundred percent right. <laughs> Coach Bowden couldn't control him. He didn't. He didn't care. Um, yeah, he's he. I mean, how did he, he kicked for what? Fifteen years? Sixteen years? For, yeah, amazing. forever. Yeah. I think he's still kicking. Yeah. Real yeah. quick, Judge, just so we can kind of hopefully hopefully we get the right answer here. Did you beat uh, Robert when you played him in golf? Just so we can kind of keep the, the trend going. Well, no, I didn't. It was a team thing, and each guy was with uh, with with uh, you know another team. Did you beat his so team? I didn't play. Yeah, no, because it was it was the first annual Florida Florida State. It's right before the Florida State game. Yeah, and and we you know the, the Gators won it. You know they get points. So I needed it up. up. It was. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I, see, I see you're going with it. Don needed to know, Judd. That's thank. That's thank you. That's we're good here. <laughs> yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve's here I, I for it. You're going with that. I'm always <laughs> here for yeah. it. I'm always here for it. So he's first. a pretty good player, I think. Uh, so you, you, we talked a little bit on the precast. You're, you're kind of in sync with what's going on with, with the, with the recruiting this year with Billy. You've had a few, few conversations. A lot of guys are wanting to know your thoughts on the upcoming season. Where do you see us finishing? Uh, your thought, I mean, we'll kind of make it a two-part question, too, because you, you played with the Heisman and Danny Warfel. Do you think Anthony has that potential to be a Heisman this fall, this coming season? And, again, what do you think the season plays out to be? Could it be a winning season? Is it going to be a mediocre season? Well, you know, I'll tell you what. If we're 1-0, and it's going to be a big deal, right? <laughs> I mean, what you, they're saying Utah might be top 10, right? Yeah. What are they returning, like, what 18 of 22 starters something like that Ridiculous i mean they're legit amount. yeah so you know seven o'clock espn national that's a lot of pressure on napier it, it really is um but ar I mean, you did you hear tebow talking about uh anthony richardson the other day about what a freak he is about yes. how he's arguably the fastest on the team there's only some a couple linemen that are stronger than him and he can throw a football like 80 yards i mean and what what is big to me is is how our offensive line is going to be good. That's yeah. huge, right? Norm and and and, and with him. But I, I, here's the thing: I just well, they got that that one receiver they just got from what Arizona, Arizona. State? Yes, Ricky Ricky yeah, Persall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got the number one so, jersey too. It's weird because for the first time in a while, we don't know if we have somebody to catch the ball. Where in Florida, normally you got guys all over the place, right? Sure. So, but with an offensive line and the defensive line supposed to be good, it, you know. I, I hope I mean, he just has to be coached not to throw it into triple coverage. That's what we've been seeing. I mean, it's just, you know, get down to the five yard line, just, just t- take off, man. Cause the guy we've seen Anthony Richardson when he, the guy's a gazelle, man. When he pulled his hamstring that time when he yes. made that run, um, you know, I don't know about the highs and all that. I mean, obviously you got to have the guys to catch the, the football, but I, if we're one and oh, and then going into Kentucky, um, that's pretty massive. Um, but I think we're going to be better than most people think. Um, but it, it's, it's a process. I mean, I, you know, I don't know what I, you know, neighbor is not going to show his hand as far as how, I don't know how excited he is as far as the team, but I know that as of the last two weeks, he's killing it, right. You've seen the recruits yes. he's landed. Um, but the pressure, I mean, and then you're dealing with, you know, the recruiting with, you got to come up with the money to pay these kids. It's not about, if they like you or they like the system as we've talked about. So it's a totally, you know, I know we've got some big boosters that are helping. They put together the Gator Collective and all that. 
Um, I mean, I think we're going to be better than people think, but if we're one and zero, I mean, that, that swamp, I know one thing that, that first game, it's going to be loud because it's going to be, it'll be, the energy is going to be off, insane. Yeah. It's going to be loud, like old school loud. I think, um, I mean, did you see the student section already sold, sold out? Yeah. We haven't seen that in a while. That's not that, big. not that quick either. That was, that was, I mean, just boom, ready to rock. Yeah, and these kids, you know, it's always it's almost been Florida's like, oh, it's a joke. They're not well. Yeah, in Florida State, it's been brutal because they don't get any students to go to the games, as you know. I mean, it has been if you don't have the students going, and uh, and it, you got to have the students there. And I think Napier's done a good job with that. But uh, like I said, I think we're going to be better. But if we're one and zero, I think we're going to be pretty. Gators should be pretty fired up. Who does Florida so, State open up with? Uh, du- Duquesne, Duquesne, Nice, nice, nice High School. Vanguard, nothing you can take nothing for granted if you're an FSU fan. Uh, we we do Jackson's, have a relatively playing Jackson soft. State. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't want that in my life. Uh, we have a relatively soft opening game, but then we have LSU uh, uh, game That's right. two in New Orleans. Well, I tell you what, when the, well, when Florida State opened up a couple of years ago on Thursday night, and they were all oh, with the chains and their and their their the kickoff team is locked arms and the music's playing and was there was so, so much so that. much excitement. Oh. Remember that and everybody and yes. then they got I remember watching the and and it's weird because <laughs> I want normally I want Florida State to lose in every sport and well, everything I love they this do. Guy. Right? <laughs> but 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 I as I'm watching that game it didn't feel right because when when I played, you know, Miami, Florida State and Florida I mean, they determined everything. When we play play, they determined who's going to play for the national champ. And that seems – You came through And Florida. it's funny because these, these kids now, they're like – they laugh at like Florida and Florida State, and they don't understand that we – that these teams in Florida dominated for all these years. Miami, they were – they scared the hell out of everybody. I want sure. that back. I mean, I don't want to lose to Florida State, but I, it's not as fun as you know. It's not as fun. We talk about that constantly because Miami's obviously making a surge in the recruiting, and with Crystal Ball, every at the hype is there, like it is with Billy in Florida. Florida State is kind of in a weird state right now, right? But we've talked about like, look, we right now we want Florida State to be good. We want it to come through Florida. That's where it needs to get back to. Like you just said, you don't want them to win, but you like it for that game to be exciting and be competitive. So I'm on the same page with that. Yeah, 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 it is uh, much more fun. I mean, two top ten teams coming in at the end of the year, it, 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 that's that's a, that's an incredible. I played some in some fun games. That, the best I ever did against them, well, the choke it joke was my senior year, and if you all remember that, I mean, it was the absolute worst. Thirty-one to three. Choke um, at Doke. What? Thirty-one to three in Tallahassee. Um, three minutes into the fourth quarter, we're winning thirty-one to three. Final score: thirty-one, yep. thirty-one. Because and that game, that game is what made the NCAA put in uh, overtime. Yeah. That, that game, because there was no overtime. And when it was 30, 31-30, I'm watching Dan Mowry, the kicker over there on the cross the field, and I'm saying, please run out of the please field. Because it. we couldn't please, slap him. Please, yeah. <laughs> and and, um, and I, if it would have been reversed, Spurrier would have gone for two, no doubt. But I think Coach Bowden realized if I lose you, this If you came back, back that far – after, after, like yeah. literally, you know, the, the stadium's half empty. You're down thirty-one to three. No. It's the fourth quarter, and then you, you you just don't give that game away when all you have to do is kick the field goal. You take the tie. You walk away. You don't want to take the L on that after you've had such an incredible. I think you comeback. go for That's, it. You go for it every time. I, it was yeah. so bizarre because by the fourth quarter, all the Florida State fan was nothing but Gator fans. 
They're gone. Then, yeah, they were gone. They start coming back, and Werfel threw a pick, and then another pick. Then they turn their cars around, and the tunnels, you could look at the, the tunnels in the stadium, people are funneling out. It was like the start of the game. It was the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen. They fill up the stadium again <laughs> for, at the fourth quarter. And that was yeah. the one game we could stay after that game. We could stay at Florida, Georgia, Coach Spurrier would let us stay, or Florida State, because we were on buses. Every other games you flew to. So if you told it, you got on the list saying, I'm staying, you know, you can stay there. So, I mean, I kicked two field goals that game. We're 31 to three. And I'm, I'm running, I'm sitting around thinking, I'm going to go out tonight in Tallahassee. I'm the man. All my friends go to, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm going to be so cool. But in ta- when that game was over, uh, and so here's a kind of a story. I was at the end of the field. Coach Spurry was at the end of this, at the end of the field, right next to the tunnel. So the game's over. And he was one of the first. He shook hands and then he's out. And I was, and then I was one of the first people into the locker room. And I remember you go down a hall and then you look to the right and there's um, sinks with mirrors or you go straight down to the locker room. And I remember there's a couple people and I walk in and I see coach Spurrier and he is in front of his over a sink and he had splashed water on his face and he's, and he's looking in the mirror I probably shouldn't even be telling this. And I remember thinking, I remember thinking, I just kind of glanced. I remember thinking if I had a picture of that, Sports Illustrated would pay me a fortune. And he was like, basically, what? and I remember going to the locker room and nobody even took their pads off for 15 minutes. Everybody just sat there and stayed. It was like you could hear a pin drop. And Coach Spur finally walked in and said, all right, you know, it was the most eerie thing. You just thought we just lost the national championship. It was, it was crazy. The choke it dope. And then – we played them again in the Sugar Bowl. It was called the fifth quarter in the French quarter. Fifth quarter in the French quarter, us. yeah. And they beat us in the Sugar Bowl. So that's my senior year. What a great way to go out. What a night. Look, you know, but you guys, you got it. You got us back. You guys, you guys got us after we beat you in 96. Uh, you, you had the, the craziest run of top five teams all losing games. And you got a rematch. And you came out there. And, uh, and Werfel went insane. Riedel Anthony uh, was catching the balls. I mean, I remember he put he uh, caught a ball on that turf. He put, a, he put his foot down and two FSU defenders just crisscrossed and he just walked forward. It was and we lost Warwick Dunn in the I want to say the second quarter with a with a hamstring. Uh, you guys Warwick got us 52 Dunn. to 20. Uh, you guys got us 52 yeah. to 20 to get that national championship. Um, Shelton, you won't remember this, but um, uh, <laughs> you would catch would catch whenever he caught a touchdown, the big ones. He'd stop, look at the crowd. He'd pull, he'd do this. He'd pull the shotgun off his shoulder, and then he'd pump, and he and he'd shoot the crowd like this. That was his move. And I remember thinking, now I think if you did that today, they would they would bury you under the stadium, and you they never hear. From oh you yeah, if you pulled a shotgun. But it was a it was a pretty cool move, and he would do that every time. I used, you know. Um, but work done, that guy. Have you saw? Have you ever seen? You seen him in person? He looks like he's he's a punk. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh, he's a yeah, he's a little guy. He could you could put, you feel like you could just put him in your pocket and keep him safe, so nobody could ever hurt him. <laughs> good, good great, great guy, best though. football player I've ever seen. Yeah, yep. So good, great dude. Th- th- this this interview, I'm not just saying this because you're here. It, it's it's easily my favorite interview of all time. These stories have been absolutely incredible. I think. It might be the kicker perspective because you guys kind of just, you guys get to hang out and kind of live, you know, a pretty cool life. And you have to make the field goals. Obviously, there's a lot of pressure there, but you see a lot, right? Because when you're, when you're, when you're the, the, the quarterback or the running back, you're kind of in your own head. 
But when you're the kicker, you know, you know nobody's looking at you, so you see things differently. So, I, yeah, we used to get away with Shane Edge, my holder, and he was an all-SEC punter. He was an awesome, incredible athlete. We used to get away with a lot because I guess we got it done on the field, so we got away with a lot messing around. One day, sure. when we kicked to the south, there was a net, but a lot of times we'd kick over and it would land on top of the baseball facility in our practice field. Um, now that's been torn down and now it's a new, it's a new football facility. So I remember th- telling edge, there's gotta be some footballs up there. So we kind of slid out during practice and we went around and we found the ladder. We climbed up on the roof of the ladder and we did this army crawl over to the edge of the building. And we laid up there and watched practice for like 20 minutes, just laying there. Right. <laughs> Cause we're up, we're up above looking down and they couldn't see us. So couple weeks go by and Dave House, he was in charge of all the film and everything and the whole deal. He goes, Hey, you guys, I want to show you something. And we walked into this big media room and he puts in this tape and it was a tape that he, he filmed us from the tower down. He could, he was filming us laying on, on the thing. So he still has a tape of us crawling over. And he said, listen, if I ever want anything, I, I will use this tape. And, and I, I've always, <laughs> And, and I've always wanted to see it, but uh, yeah. So we would do stupid stuff like that. You know, the jugs machine in practice. You know, the spinning wheels. Yep. We would crank that. We would crank that thing up to like a hundred, where it shoots the ball. I mean, it comes out so fast, and then you could aim it up, and it would shoot a punt like eighty yards. You could reproduce punts, or you could, you know, make it shoot to the receivers. So we bet we're standing over there, we're on the side of the field, and the and the go spur and the offense is in the middle field scrimmaging. And I remember we would somebody bet that okay, who's who will shoot one over, over Coach Spurrier while they're, while they're screwed. <laughs> so we trade this thing up and we tilted it back like this, and the ball's in there. And I think we all pulled it up, and finally I just went by and I just went whoop, and he pretty shot. And I'm thinking, <laughs> it came out crooked. Yeah, yeah, we we would just you had to pass the time, and that's the kind of stuff that, so that, that we would do as kickers. This is so. This is why. This is the part that people don't realize what the NIL is going to ruin. I think kids will always be kids, but there's a there's a, a, a point where you mature when money starts coming into the equation. That dumb stuff like this, it's not going to be in the equation anymore because the, you've got bigger life things going on, like what car am I going to buy next and what, where am I going to go travel when we have a time off. Like Your mind's elsewhere because all this money's flowing and you're not going to be shooting balls out of the machine at your coach. Yeah. <laughs> that's like I mean, that's the, the innocence part. Yeah, right. If any kicker's watching this, they know what I'm talking about because you, it's no different. You have to kill time, and you just stand around all day. And we didn't have a, co- a kicking coach. Coach Spurrier was the you know the kicking coach. He would he would, but when he wasn't around, we just were on our own. I mean, it was kind of <laughs> kind of crazy, but we got it done on the field, so nobody messed with us. So. <laughs> It got to the point where we, I just, love this. we just we would just we would just push the envelope and just do you know <laughs> see where we more can, more see where we stuff. look we're balling right. we're balling on the field. Yep. Okay, so one time do you remember? Okay, so when the shields came out for the helmets, right? That the was visors? the big the visors, yeah, the okay. visors. And I remember they had we had orange ones, they had they had smoke, and then they had the mirrored ones. And so Edge and I decided we're going to wear shields in the game. I don't know why I thought that would be a good idea. So we had, we put our shields on our helmet, you know, they clamp on an edge. I think I had a black smoke one and edge had a mirrored one. 
And we go to practice, <laughs> and we're thinking, we're thinking, you know, we were, you know, I'm thinking this is going to be cool. So we, we had punt team first and then field goal. And Edge runs out there, and he gets back to punt team, and he puts his helmet on, and he's got this mirror shield on. <laughs> and I'm standing there. And I remember Coach Spurry, and he just, and he just stands there, and he's just looking at Shane. I and can see no, that. And Shane is just standing there, and he's just staring at him. <laughs> and he's like 10 yards away. And Edge is like, what's up, Coach? <laughs> he's got this mirror shield on and I, I instantly realized what is happening before me. And I'm over there, and I'm trying to rip off the shield off of my helmet as fast <laughs> as I can because we're going to go field goal team in like 10 minutes. And I'm asking the trainer, you got, you got them scissors? You got them? And you got to get this thing off. off. <laughs> and I, I literally got it off, and he went off on edge. And he, I think he made him punt with no helmet, and then he made him put like a lineman's helmet or something. But so as we're going out to kick field goals, I put my helmet on, no shield, and, I'm, and of course, I'm just, I'm like, I go, Edge, that was, I mean, I'm saying it loud in front of Coach Spur. I said, Coach, that was pretty, that was pretty bad. Who does he, like, who does he think yeah. he is with a shield? And Edge is looking at me, guy. you know, really? Really? Yeah, so, <laughs> but I wanted to be, we wanted to be the you first kicker to play a game. You just threw your shield. man under the bus. <laughs> that dude climbed on a roof with you. <laughs> Co- coach, look, 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 look at this. Would you, would you I, remember, I remember taking my steps back to kick, and I'm edges down there to hold, and I'm like, Edge, you look like an idiot. I mean, seriously. Oh, I can see, like, yeah. two two kickers coming out trying to look hard, <laughs> just not looking like you guys, how it looked in your head. In the bedroom, in the mirror by yourself, rock star. <laughs> you, sure. you hit the field? No, that ain't it. Well, I'll tell you what, the, probably the boldest thing that we did that I look back now and I still don't know what we So our senior year, I knew we were getting close to, I knew I was getting close to breaking the all-time scorer record and Emmett Smith was the one that held the record. So we came down to the SEC championship game because bowl points back at that point, they didn't allow, they didn't, you didn't get credit for it. So I had to break that. I needed uh, two points to b- pass Emmett Smith for the, to be the all-time scorer at Florida. So Edge and I said, okay, what are we going to do if, if we were able to get this record? So we talked, and we got to do something in the game. So I, you won't remember this, show, uh, Steve. You remember the Nest Tea Plunge? It was a lift and ice tea of Nest Tea Plunge, and you'd, the commercials where you drink the, the tea, and then you yeah, put your arms and sideways, just and you fall back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Fall back Even in, the in a driveway, pool, so that, and all of a sudden it turns into a right. It turns exactly, into a pool. it's called yeah. the nesty plunge. So yeah. I don't know. I said, I said, Ed, let's do the nesty plunge. I said, let's because we'd always had butt helmets when we after we made one. So I said, let's butt heads, and we'll both fall backwards. And we're like, yeah, that's awesome. So we're playing Alabama SEC championship game. We're losing. We're losing ten seven in the middle of the second quarter. National television, CBS. And we run out to kick a field goal. It's a 42-yarder. And as we're running out there, I remember Edge going down. And, he, and, and I remember – and I'm, I'm getting ready to take my steps. And I look at him. I go, we're, we're not going to do it, are you? He goes, yeah, we're doing it. We're talking about it as we're in the I, – I, this is ridiculous. So we go. And I didn't even hit a good ball. I pulled it. And I hit like a low stinger. And it, and it crept in the left upright. And we butted heads. And we fell backwards like this and just laid there on the field. And I remember standing at the top of the, of the Georgia Dome, laying there. And I'm going, what, what am I doing? And <laughs> Stall, uh, what, who was it? Stallings was the head coach then for Alabama. He's 10 yards yeah. down the field screaming he wants a personal foul. Coach Spurrier didn't see us do it. We get up, 
we come to the sidelines and everybody on the sidelines laughing, they're cracking up high five. And I got a picture of it in the frame. Oh, I got a picture of it. Um, you know what? I'll try to find it and show you guys um, what, and so, so fast forward to the end of the season, we're in the team banquet with all the parents and the, on the O-Dome and they put a montage of all the highlights of everything. And Steve House put a video of us and it's to the music going and falling back like this. And coach Spur had never seen it. And I remember he's one table up and he turns around and looks back at me and edge and he's looking at us. And I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like that. And that was, it was, it was Edge's idea. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Here, Dummy I'm, with I'm the visor. Say, you guys, this is okay. Here we go. Here's the proof. Oh my gosh. You guys, you guys don't believe me, right? All right, let me show up, you. Up a little bit. <laughs> what a photo. Wait a minute. Hold on. Can you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys full That's sent us. it. Full sent it. Full that photo. And then we. And then we lay there and didn't move for about a three count. And I want I want a signed I, photo of that, Judd. I want a signed photo. It's going to go right here for a greatest interview of all time. That so <laughs> since then, I've been trying to get – I tried to get Eddie Eddie to do it. I tried to get Evan McPherson to do it. I tried to get Caleb Sturgis to do it. I said, you've got to bring back the Nesty Plunge. And, of course, you're not going to do that because they're going to throw a flag on that, right? Oh, yeah. This is the sure second now, quarter, yeah. and we're losing. We're not – and I look back and go, what in the world? And um, on the SEC rebroadcast the next day, they showed it in slow motion, and the, and the announcers just started just laughing. Please, know, please like send crazy. that to me. Please send that to me. That is, I, I need that. I need that photo of my life. That's amazing. Not many people, but people every now and then a fan will come up to me, and I'll get an older fan. He said, "I remember when you did the Nesty Plunge against Alabama," and I'm like, "Because I was in the stands and I saw you do it," and I'm like, "Are you serious?" And I'm like, yeah, we were idiots. We were idiots. So I, I think I that was that was our part of our success. We we didn't get too serious. We kind of went the other way. We took everything light. And like that kick, we never thought that I would miss. We were just talking about are we going to do this thing after we make it. So it was kind of a, a reverse thing we did. We just kept it light, and we we just assumed we'd make it. So yeah, so it was pretty cool. And um, when I graduated, I was the all-time leading scorer. But it's been. Uh, uh, who who is oh, um, not Hetland, but uh, um, oh my gosh, he's gonna kill me. Jeff uh, Chandler is the all-time leading scorer now. Jeff Chandler, the kicker. Okay. And he, he started for yeah, and uh, he he passed, but it was pretty cool to be the you know to, when I passed Emmett, I got a lot of notoriety. Yeah, yeah. I mean Emmett Smith, one of the yeah, which was pretty cool. So yeah, that's we're, we're, we're talking about I gave, that. You know. Yeah, but, but before we brought you on, we we chatted about that. Like, what an amazing statistic to be able to say, snatch that right out from under Emmett. <laughs> so, we I want to ask you too, because you you're, you're obviously you're, you're close with Chris. Uh, I don't know if you saw his comments about a few days ago, kind of talking about Gator Nation a little bit and us not being patient and a little uh, little juicy, little savage. We've talked about this on the on the cast before, where we we we're a little spoiled as gator fans right and we're not what we used to be we have to be patient and allow for these things to develop is your feeling the same about gator nation or you feel are you kind of in tune with what he said or do you remember what he said or you know and i love it i love that he said that and though you know when chris you know i work with chris um and he when he first got into, into the tv he tried to please everyone you know, and he finally realized, he told me one day, he goes, I just got to be honest and just speak the truth. He goes, because if I say something about the Gators, good, I'm a homer. If I, if I say something, you know, something bad, then all the Gator fans rip me. So 
So he said, I finally dawned on me that I've got to speak the truth. And that's so dead on. And, you know, with social media and, you know, and, and us losing out on a recruit here or there. Yeah, it's, it's funny how Miami's fans are still the same. With so was Florida State. Oh, we remember when we dominated, right? And it's a lot of these Gator fans, it was yesterday. But it's been a while. It's been a long yes, time. for all of since, us, yeah. Since, since Tebow. I mean, my gosh, are you kidding me? And Percy Harvin. And people forget, and these high school kids now think that Florida State and Florida's always been a joke. They have no memory of any. No of idea. And, and, and that's why these recruits that are coming out, they don't have any, all, they think, these kids coming out now think Clemson's always been a powerhouse, right? And I'm sure. like, what? <laughs> Clemson's, been, we, we didn't even, nobody talked about Clemson, but it's funny, they think Clemson's always been good. So, yeah. you're, you know, you're right. It's, um, there's been some brutal Gator fans, um, and you've got to, you, it is a process, but you've got to get, I mean, he's doing all the right things. Now, whether X's and O's are going to be, and we're going to win, but that guy, he reminds me of Coach Spurrier in 1990. Coach Spurrier didn't give a damn about money. He didn't care. And I, 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 if you ask Nathan how many bedrooms he has in his house right now, I bet he can't tell you. He doesn't care, right? He wants to win. And I really see that. And I, you know, and it's some of the, you know, I don't know about, and I can't really speak on some of the former coaches, but Napier is, is doing it right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, we're not going to go dominate this year, but you've got to let his players come in that he recruits. You got to give him a chance. So. Absolutely. Look, Judd, it's, it's been more than a pleasure to have you on uh, for you to come on it's here. Amazing. And, <laughs> yeah, this, I would love to have you on again in the future and I, I I'll be in touch. I, I want the photo uh, and I definitely will be in touch on uh, playing some golf. I want to figure that out as soon as possible. Uh, and Let's to do kind it. Of, Let's to do keep, it. To, to see, I'll see if I can hold hold my own, but I, I want to kind of make it a little more competitive. I want to, to make the experience fun, more like an alternate shot type of thing, maybe add a little bit more of a flair to it. Uh, and, and see who we can kind of get out there and we'll do a 2v2 kind of thing. Uh, but I'll reach out to you. We'll, we'll, we'll plan it out and we'll, we'll pick a day and we'll, we'll make it happen. So, Yeah, I'll get some guys. Um, the Gator coach, J.C. Deacon. I don't know if you've ever met J.C. I have not. That dude is he's, – he's one of the best players I've ever – we played the other day at Bostick and it was windy. We tipped it out, and I played pretty darn good. I shot 75, and he cut me by 10. I mean, the guy is, he was on the Canadian tour. He just Monday qualified for the, the Canadian, for the Canadian open two years ago. He flew up there when they didn't make the NCAAs made Monday qualified and then missed a cut by one. I mean, he is ridiculous. Um, hmm. And he said, you know, he said, maybe, that, that maybe he can come the, watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he said who their number one to everybody, every, uh, every, uh, college golf coach in the country they're after every single one he's still it's still a little far is um charlie woods they that is the the because think about this now regardless of ever he pans out to be near, anywhere near tiger if you get charlie woods think about what comes with it the first match tiger is following him there'll be five thousand people out at the at the college right think about that and then who doesn't want to come play, doesn't want to come sign with Florida to play with Charlie to be around Tiger? I mean, the perks are crazy. So he's he going, he's going, going to Stanford. Stanford. Yeah, no way he doesn't yeah. go to Stanford. It's like if Brody goes People to are college. Saying that, they said that the travel is too hard on Tiger to fly out there. Tiger lives here. So if that's the case, 
Florida State or Florida. That I mean, boogity 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 boys. That yeah, that would be pretty cool. So anyway, he's not a very good driver. I would would be there. I would I would go watch for sure. Not a very good driver. Uh, yeah, I, that would be cool. So listen, anytime you want to play, um, we'll go to Ocala. We, can, we need to go play university because it's, it's, it's a fun golf course. Yeah. I'm, I'm up in St. Augustine, so I'm only an hour and a half away. So, and I've got obviously my family that lives there. Uh, I can come stay with them. We can make a little, you know, a day thing, day trip or even a couple of days, but, uh, I'll, well, um, my parents live in St. Augustine, so I'm over there all the time. My dad was a member at Marsh Creek for a long time. So, uh, you know, I'm over there quite a bit. We'll make match made in heaven. We'll figure it out. We'll, 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 uh, like I said, whatever easier is on you, make it, make it work. But, uh, I'll kind of, we'll talk offline a little bit, my idea. And, and, and maybe you can kind of throw a little thoughts on like what you think would look good and work out too. So we'll figure it out. But Judd, uh, thanks Absolutely. again. I'll get some other Gators. Awesome. It, it, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. This has literally been a blast. Uh, thank you so much again for, for hanging out with us and, and giving giving us these incredible stories. I, the chat's been going through the roof, laughing, having a good time, enjoying it, and just kind of hearing the old story. So I loved it, and I know they did. So thank you. Well, I appreciate Steve having me on. And, and I'm, I'm checking my phone because, you know, I, well, wait a minute. I don't know when this will air, but Coach Spurrier, some of these <laughs> might get back to him. And all, you know, because I told a story somewhere, and the next time I saw him, um, in a restaurant, and I and I walk up and the coach, and from across the restaurant, he goes, "There he is, Judd the comedian. There he is." And I'm going, <laughs> oh my! Look, this is live, so maybe maybe coach is watching. And, maybe maybe he's already here. He's already got it tuned up. <laughs> but, it might but, be past his bedtime I, now. I, just. <laughs> I try to just say <laughs> the greatest things about him because the guy. Coach Spurrier changed my life. I mean, if he literally changed my life. He gave a nobody walk-on kicker from Akella a chance, and it literally changed my life. So he's he's the best. I, I think I don't think you you said anything wrong about Spurrier. I mean, the story. Now he may have not know about some of your you know your off-duty shenanigans that you just kind of routed yourself out. But I think you're in the clear. So <laughs> yeah. you're up on when you up on the roof, Chad. Where were you? I love it. So, yeah, Judd, my yeah, man, it, it has been, been an absolute pleasure. Fun. My gosh, thank you so much. Yes, thank thank you, Judd. You have a great night, sir, and I'll, I'll definitely shoot you a message, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll go from here, and I'll, I will 100% will see you again. Thank you, sir. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Have a good night. Appreciate it, Judd. Great night, man. I, I'm literally I'm, – I'm speechless. Real quick, though, we That's got a super ugly. chat from Mike Litteris. It's a banana. That's it. <laughs> we had a super chat from Dominic earlier as well. Thank you, Dominic. I missed it. It, it. Mayhem happened, but just a quick second before we get into some more, some more of our, the topics that everybody was here for asking about. I'm dead serious. That was literally my favorite interview of all time. That's unbelievable. I cannot believe how incredible of a human being that he is. Like I, I Joe, my my Joe, my uncle who who hooked who connected us said he's like judge the man and. Joe doesn't really kind of like, you know, go too much on stuff about those things. And I was like, all right, I get it, Joe. He's, he's the man. Like, whatever, dude. Um, Joe was the man. Like, literally. The man. Literally the man. I, like, it, it would just, I was, he's made for TV. I don't know how he doesn't have a TV deal because just a great. Look, this, isn't, this isn't our show anymore. Yeah, this is it's Judge. Look, this just, is, just okay, guys, it welcome it. to the Judge just Show. Give it to him. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> God, it, there's so many I cool you, stories. I hope you like the new intro. Yeah, just so many cool stories, man. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I know we, it, 
I know you guys are here for other things, and I, and I get it, and you guys have been all over the chat. We appreciate it. We love you. Sorry we haven't seen <coughs> commented to most of you. We're here now, uh, but... Look, I, I was that to me was kind of like a dream, like getting to interview people like that. That's why we do this. That's why I enjoy doing this, having these conversations. This is literally what I enjoy doing. And that was like peak for me uh, for, for this entire thing that we've done so far. Uh, that was just absolutely I can't I can't I can't say enough. Joe's texting right now. He said Joe said he goes, I, I effing told you he's the man. <laughs> he, he so is. <laughs> he so is Joe Bogey. Um, well, not only did, not only is wow. he the man, but he, he I think he brought the uh, and look, look, this could be a blend between Judd and us, uh, but he brought the uh, the first uh, the first spam site to ever. Yes, <laughs> ever bomb we had a poor bot just exploding <laughs> the chat. And meanwhile, the, the crew, you guys are just just not even missing a beat. You're like, should we click on it? Like, is Pornhub here? Like, what are we, what, what, is what this, do do? are they a member we now? And I'm we like, what, <laughs> what are they talking about? And I go, I'm like, what? I get, we get those comments sometimes. I'm like, where are these porn things coming from? Like one time, it, first, it started off as like Spanish. And I was like, I was like, oh, cool. We got a Spanish friend. So I took it and I translated <laughs> it. And I was like, this is not a Spanish fan. Remove. Don't click uh, it. <laughs> hey, and just right on time, North Florida White Trash with a, with a super chat. Could you, I mean, I mean, how else do you draw it up, boys? Uh, he goes, just want to shout out a friend that's watching tonight. Hugh, Hugh G. Rection. Hugh G. Oh, my. <laughs> What are we doing, bro? Bro, I I ran I ran face first ran into that. Right into that. I, I ran, bro. Me. I was I slowed down and I go. I went. I was like, what red skin? Wow, bro. Wow, probably uh, the best. That's we're clipping that. Somebody clip that, please. He was Mike Litteris's best man at his wedding. It was <laughs> oh man, Judge just texted me. He said it appreciated a good time. Like I, I'm glad he texted and had a good time because, dude, that was so. Oh my gosh, that was so fun, dude. Wow. Uh, the poor bot was Shelton. Yes, it was. You also get James Bait on the show. I would, buddy. I would love anybody who will come on the show, man. Like we are busting our butt to be to get anybody and everybody on the show because I think you guys are incredible. I think they would be have a great time. Oh gosh, everyone's laughing at you. I literally, literally just ran into that thing head first. Also, we had two members, guys. Andrew Apple. Uh, April became a member who's been a longtime supporter, man. Shout out to our boy Lincoln, bro. Uh, I saw a few things in there today. It was kind of touch and go, but it's good. So love it, man. Also, Ted C, a member. Thank you, Ted, uh, for becoming a member. Sorry, you guys. Uh, welcome, 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 welcome. Judd sent me the photo. Judd sent me the photo. Look at this. Let me show it again. Look at this. I am going to print it out and have him sign right. it. Like, turn no it. joke. When we meet this. Turn the phone. Oh, sorry. Turn, turn, the, turn the phone. Hold on. I told him. I focus. Yeah, we get it. It'll look better on print. Yeah, I'm gonna get a print. I'm gonna have him sign it, and then I'm gonna have that. Uh... What about two and have it raffled? What if we can get Shane on there? Yeah, we can raffle. Ooh. I'll get two. Yeah, good call. Good call. We'll give it away to one of the members. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. I'm glad you guys had fun. I'm glad you guys. Had fun. Tony Gemma, I never catch a live feed. Well, we're, you're here now. Put me on the show, hey. Mike Litteris. Look, hey, if you guys want to be on the show, okay, we're doing a fantasy football. I'm going to go ahead and get into this now. For all of our members, we're doing a fantasy football draft, okay? I think like nine or ten people have submitted that they want to be part of it. They're only gonna, there's only 12 spots. Uh, the winner gets 150 bucks plus 
all the money that's donated during that live stream will go into the pot. Um, and then if you're part of if you part of the draft, if you, if you make it part of to become part of the fantasy football league, you will be on the show for the live draft. Now, if you come on here and act like a fool, I'm gonna have to kick you out. But you will be part of the live draft when we do the live draft. So look, this is gonna happen very quickly. We have like a month basically to get this thing rolling. So we've already got enough people right now. Uh, but if you're a member and want to be a part of it, shoot me a message. I put the the link in the community page. If you're not a member and want to be, become a part of it you know the rest. So uh, check that out <clears throat> if you want to be a part of all that good jazz. So let's get into some talk. Let's get into some, uh, you know, some what, what we're here for, why everyone clicked on the video for mostly for today. Uh, probably came and we're like, what's going on here? This is what I what I showed up for, but they'll be fine. Um, some good news on the recruiting side of things on top of what we've had this past week. Uh, we've got uh, Will Norman and Kamara James as well as Kelby Collins. Will Norman is looking like a shoe-in for Florida. Florida has prioritized him since day one. Kamara James has also been a number one priority as he was um, he wasn't even uh, ranked when Florida reached out to him first. He's now the number number three over uh, number three uh, D line and number twenty three overall. In just a few months. So the guy is now on everybody's radar because he's an absolute stud. Um, so that's really good to see. Kelby Collins, he's going to announce soon. He tweeted out today, uh, any media outlets that want to come see me, let me know. Uh, I, I messaged him to see, you know, if he would like to come on before he commits. He's down to his top five, I believe. We're obviously in that top five. And we weren't really in that category, that conversation, I don't think, early on. But now we're starting to make a little bit of some some, some movement there. So three big names on the de- defensive lineman side, which would be huge. Again, we're still weak on the middle linebacker. Hopefully some things kind of come through. Uh, I saw that Quill Russell, I don't know how to say his name, is making an official visit. Um, or visiting one of the two. I can't remember exactly what it is, but he's going to come visit. He was at Friday Night Lights, but he's coming back again. And I believe it's for his official visit this time. So that's promising as well to see him coming back. Uh, that means he must have enjoyed what he what he saw and wants, wants to get the, the official red carpet treatment as we've spoken about before. So it'll be exciting to see that all play out. Um, again, Will Nomer would be a huge pickup. And I know Kanaje, or excuse me, Naje has been recruiting him heavily as well. Obviously, we've with with um, Wilson and Naje. That's going to be just one big happy family, which hopefully will translate to Samuel and Pimba. Um, and that's a whole another topic. Yeah. So Ooh. let's 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 unpack that. So everyone's kind of getting hyped about it because he tweeted today, "Go Gators." He also his crystal ball changed from 100% to Miami to 50% Miami, but also 50% Georgia. Again, he went to Friday Night Lights just last weekend, went to Miami the next day. A few days later, he tweets, Go Gators. What does that mean? I call trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's where I stand. I, 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 Malik Bryant did it. I think it's just simply to get some followers. He, know the heat, he knows the heat's there. He knows that Gator Nation is kind of on a, little, on, a, on a frenzy right now with loving what's happening. So, look, these guys got to build their name. They've got to build what they're doing. So, can't hate on the guy. Um, he's still indifferent, but I think it's a troll. Steve? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit off, off cast. Um, these guys are all about right now. They've, they've got to get their name recognition out there. That's how they're building their their NIL brand. And, you know, if you, if you make a hard commitment too early, we've seen it, right? We've seen where kids who make that commitment don't have the same clickbait anymore for some of these websites like the on three uh the 247s the yahoo sports that have their own sites if they're not if they're not marketable and they're not click clickbait anymore well then their their value 
drops. So these kids aren't Correct. dumb. Like before, a hard commitment didn't change anything uh, for them. Now that could very well be the difference between, you know, what their their just their NCAA valuation is from day one. So doesn't make any sense for them to make a hard commitment, even though there may be one. We've talked about the silent commitments in the past, and I think there may be something there, but keep them guessing. Yeah, no, I think, like you said, it's just it's going to be a game for a while now on where people are going. So uh, that's kind of where we're at. I know I saw a lot of people in the comments before we got here. Uh, who is going to Bama? And this one, this one scares me a little bit. So Sharif Denson, he got his um, an offer from Bama, and I believe he went on an unofficial visit, I think, or but prior to this to Bama, but he didn't have an official offer, and now the the offer is official, so he is now setting up an official visit. He hasn't even had an official visit to Florida yet, and he's waiting for McLean and uh, Jordan Young, uh, Jordy, Jordan Baby Young, I believe, uh, to visit before he does. Um, he says he's still all in on Gators right now. He's still committed, but that to me is a little, maybe a little nervous, not going to lie, uh, to see him um, go, obviously, and... Uh, have that set up that official visit with Bama and hasn't had one with Florida yet. So we'll see. That's the, everybody was asking. That's who it is. That's where we're at. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I mean, it's just he's going to go test out his kind of what Judd said, test out the bag possibly, which is a little see, concerning. Yeah. But what color, uh, what color Ferrari do I get from here? Oh, yeah, Lamborghini. Yep. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, George says, I'm getting to the point. I'm not even going to go into pay attention until recruiting is over in February. Just things ridiculous now. It, it's it's getting a little out of hand. I, I do agree with you, George. It's getting a little bit to the point where it's, it's a charade, right? It's just who can, where can I get the most limelight? Where can I get the most attention? It's tough. It's tough. Mm. And even in the locker room, to, to, to the point that Judd made, like, gosh, try try coaching these kids hard. Yeah, you know, try try getting try getting into it. That was that was you know? a very interesting point of him mentioning of like, look, like when they say uh, they get their heart on a kid, and his mom calls and says, "Hey, we're transferring if you don't simmer down." It's like, geez, dude, that's 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 brutal. That's like when I'm hard on you, and I Ashley calls. She's just like, "Can you can you lay off, Steve?" I'm like, it was like a five minute conversation. Ashley, like, yeah, no, it's, well, I mean, um, pretty brutal sometimes. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Uh, Muddy says he saw practice highlights today. Uh, y- yes, AR looks sharp. Through a little dot, um, it just looks. He looks comfortable, man. He looks like he's having a good time. He he, he looks looks focused. He's, he's he bro. The guy looks night and day difference from last year. I also saw him working out with uh, Denny Denny Thompson from Ten Ten XL. Uh, just just throwing some dimes, man. And like he said, he's just strong. He's a big freak of nature. It's like he can, he's so big and strong. He he just can control the situation. More than like your, your typical quarterback who's kind of little, there's a little hope and prayer behind it. I feel like he's like, no, I'm throwing this thing where I want it to go, and you're going to catch the ball. And Joe made a good point too. The the concern is who's out there to catch it. That's where we got to hopefully those guys come come out to play. So, yeah, and look, we saw a little bit of him uh, uh, with AR coming off of uh, uh, his injury back in the spring. Um, you know it he looked like it was a little bit tentative and, you know, just kind of getting his feet back under him. But uh, he's had a, an entire spring an entire, you know, most of the summer and coming into the fall, like uh, no reason uh, that, that he, you know, shouldn't feel confident stepping into throws, getting, getting the ball where he wants it to be. Like you said, who's it going to go to completely different, but I, I feel like he's going to be confident in his athletic ability, his health and in being strong going into the season. Absolutely. I think it's going to be good. His his biggest weakness, Mr. Nobody, 
I mean, honestly, it probably would be from last year would be decision making, kind of like again throwing into you know double and triple coverage, maybe running when he you know too aggressively. It's just going to be the decision making because he's going to put himself into a situation to get injured. Would be my opinion. Yeah, that'd be mine as well. Like the big thing for for Florida this year, uh, I like your running back stable. Uh, it sounds like you guys can can really rotate those. Yeah, guys I'm and stoked get, about uh, that. I was reading, I yeah. read an article about that today of just. Uh, Lorenzo is getting a lot of praise, a lot of praise. Love him. You know, we love him here. Yeah. A lot of praise of like coming in and being the guy and not to mention, we still have Naquan and Montreal Johnson and uh, Trevor at the end. So there's a, there's a, there's a stud room back there. So I'm excited for that. Um, Yep. The keep, other keep, thing, keep, keep Anthony upright, and I think you guys will be fine. If, if he starts having to to wing plays, or if he starts seeing coverages that he can't break them down, uh, in the running game is even just you know stymied a little bit because they're stacking the box. You know that's where it's gonna that's where it's gonna come down to. He's got to stay healthy. If you guys keep him healthy, I think you've got a great season ahead of you. If he gets dinged up and he starts pulling hamstrings on eighty-five yard runs, granted he's going seventy-five miles an hour down the field, but if he starts getting 76. a little bit dinged up, yeah, well, sorry, uh, okay. you know, c- careful. There's a speed limit, um, oh. but uh, yeah, if, if he starts getting dinged up, uh, then then that might be where we go back to where last year, ah. where a couple of games you guys wanted him and couldn't have him. How, how Jacob Morales with the super chat. Go Gators, baby! Let's go. Let's get let's get the juices flowing here tonight, boys. I know it's late, but let's go. It's been a great show. It's been a great show. Awesome I mean, show. it's been just just piped in here, baby. Let's get it on. Welcome, Jacob. Well, thank you for the super chat, man. We appreciate it. Uh oh, another super chat. Daniel Fitzgerald. I can't see it yet. Once it pops up, I'll let you know. It's there nothing. It it's just two bucks from Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. They didn't say there anything. Is, Daniel. You gotta say something, What's Daniel. Up, baby? Thank you for the love, Daniel. Appreciate it, my man. You get the form. Um, you get the form. There. So uh, Cyrus Torrance in his press conference uh, last yesterday uh, spoke about the brotherhood that has been developing. And he spoke about a, basically there's a brawl March 15th, the very first game to practice uh, with some guys just kind of just duking it out. And I remember when Copeland transferred and Emory Jones transferred, there was a lot of drama on Twitter of kind of talking about just the, the toxic, uh, you know, energy that was going on at Florida. And that was part of why Copeland transferred. I believe it's Copeland, right? And why Emory transferred, right? And there was a lot of, and, and Sirens talked about too, that if there was a hard tackle, that people it would, they would have to rush to it because of all the people just fighting and all, the, all and whatnot. Apparently, that's changed. The brotherhood's in there. Billy focused on getting these guys to know each other, to to learn about one another, to understand who are you fighting with side by side. Uh, it says when you have a relationship with the people that you were competing with, when you know their story, when you've had in depth conversations, when you know what you have to say to motivate, you can push a button. I think it's critical for leadership in our team going out of your way to connect. Um, and this, to me, kind of hit home a little bit. I obviously played in high school golf. Now, it's on the same level. I get it, guys. You can go ahead and roast me now. But of like, hey, it's brotherhood. But you build a relationship with those guys. And you you feel excited to go out onto the course. And you want to do well, not for yourself, but for them. Right? When you come back, you, they, you take the top four scores, the lowest four scores. There's six of you. You will, first of all, you want your name to go because you want to be in the, the newspaper the next day, but you also want to help your team win. You want to be the, the factor that wins. Like if our team would win, but you didn't feel like you, you, your name wasn't part of it, you'd be frustrated, right? You get a little razz for it too. Like, well, hey, we won. Like, yeah, you didn't do shit though. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, and we all we all knew each other. We all jazz and razz one another. Sometimes he got a little too aggressive at points, and I'm 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 guilty of that. But I I appreciate that and I respect that. And I kind of maybe brought me back home a little bit when I read that. So that that was cool to see that they're they're getting things figured out. And that, that I think that brotherhood's going to play a big factor into the success this year as well. Yeah, look, there was a lot of transition in in the spring, right? I mean, there was a, a new coach, uh, a, a lot of new coaches. Everybody always looks at the head coach, but it's also, you know, the assistant coaches, the position coaches, uh, even the tutors. Every everything that you're not even thinking about that goes into running a successful program has a lot of transition. So it's it's easy to see. Uh, why there could be that level of just frustration on on simple things like you know just a, a, a on field practice scuffle, um, but look, I mean, it, the fact that, that Billy's identified it and he's trying to really uh, you know just kind of rally everybody around the same goal. You got to love it. You got to love it. Now, look, it's also the first uh, practice in pads. It's hot out there, guys. It's Florida. If you're not down here, uh, it, it, it you burn up and tempers as we get further into practice or sure we'll get shorter and shorter it'll get, it'll get dicey but, but, yeah yeah for sure you can't get around it it's just it's just football at its finest uh the beginning of august and the uh the end of august are two different animals uh super chat from mike literis says uh you guys watched press conference steve did not uh, uh favorite speaker what did you like from the press conference uh my favorite speaker and my favorite person is uh jamry crawshaw uh the guy's got an australian accent he's an absolute bro his interview was incredible. It was the only one that I kind of watched fully. It's just it, he was the most chilled one, and he was he answered his questions very honestly. Uh, we we he I wanted to have him on the show, and he said he would, but uh, because he's uh, international, there's rules that that play into it. But uh, he was like, "Yeah, mate, I'll be on." <laughs> I was like, "God, this guy's so cool, bro. I love that this guy on." Uh, but I I just I think he's a just a cool cat, and uh, I, I like a swagger a lot. So that's who I who I enjoyed. Um, really quick. Oh. oh gosh, the porn bots are that, back in here. Golly. <laughs> uh, Muddy says Jack Fiber. Jack Fiber looking like Brian Bosworth. I saw him, man. He looks good. Dude. I'm stoked for that kid. I remember when he. Uh, God, gosh, jeez. When he. Uh, oh no! Don't add it to the cast. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what is going on, guys? What are we doing, bro? It's the stash. Oh. It, it's got to be something. Like this is ridiculous. My future ex-wife. <laughs> you guys stop it. It's it's Daniel. It's Daniel. It's Daniel spamming us. Holly's porn bot is back. It's got to be Steve. Well, I don't understand how that works. Do you guys know where they're coming from? Like, is that a good sign? Does it mean we're making like we're we're cracking the YouTube code if porn starts taking over? I don't. I've, I've never gotta, seen this before. I got to be honest. I can't see it. All I see is is what is is the chat itself. So um. Oh, we got a, a, a super sticker from T. Parker. Hippo character stands idle. What his new and most powerful body attachments do their thing. With the word OP in the background. <laughs> I love reading those things. Those are, I can't see the sticker, but they're so fun. OP. Oh, I'm looking at the sticker now. Okay. I love it. Thank you, T. Parker. That's <laughs> that's awesome, man. I appreciate the stick. <laughs> oh, you guys are incredible. Um, really quick. Uh, let's go over. Uh, we got a lot, man. Um Bama rebuilding. Nick Saban came out and said that we lost Stevie. Stevie? He left. It's just me, boys. Just 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 the kid. All right. Uh let me go back to that means we've made it. Okay. All right, there's Steve. 
What happened, big dog? The porn bot got you? <laughs> They've taken over. I don't know what's... <laughs> Did they hack? Did they hack you, bro? Oh, man, that's incredible. Um, so we were talking about what Bama rebuilding before you, before you decided <laughs> to leave, before you left us. Um, so with Bama rebuilding, he came out and said last year was a rebuild. What's your thoughts on that? And you can't take my argument, Steve, because I gave you my answers already. So you need to go what you were going to go with originally. What's your thoughts? Um, so look, last year was not a rebuild. I, 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 I can't foresee how a national championship team was in a rebuilding year. They had a number of wide receivers that they, they lost to injury. Uh, they had a returning quarterback. They had a schedule from a home schedule that, that favored them. I, I, I look, I think this is just Saban's natural coaching like thing. I, I, I can't right now. <laughs> I believe. Chat is roasting you. He said, he said Steve got a cookie. That's <laughs> like Saban's going to piss every one of his players off and say, last year you guys sucked. This year we're back. I don't even know. Like, I so here, look, I disagree. So I, I pulled up, I pulled up the depth chart, right? Ready okay. for this? Here's their defense. Okay. Defensive end, senior. Nose tackle, senior. DE, senior. Junior, senior, junior, senior, sophomore, sophomore, senior, senior, transfer, senior, junior, okay? Offense, transfer, junior, sophomore, transfer, junior, transfer, uh, Jeremiah Burton, dog, transfer, <laughs> Tyler Harrow, dog, transfer, junior, uh, Tyler Steen, dog, okay? Left guard, junior, uh, center, senior, right guard, senior, right tackle, sophomore, tight end, senior, quarterback, junior, running back, dog, transfer, Junior. Last year was a hundred percent a rebuild. Buckle up, boys, because Saban's bringing the guns. <laughs> All right. Oh man, they, keep your hands visible, Steve. <laughs> the dogs are out tonight, boys and girls. Uh, I love it. I love it. There's no Daniel Rivera to pick on. I we, we they, you know yeah. I, I saw these guys earlier when we had Judd on. They were like, well, where's all of our enemies this evening? We're, yeah, we're it's looking strange. for somebody to hate. Nobody, nobody's I here. Know. It's just a nice loving. Just porn chat. I don't know. It's it's literally we're we're, we're basically only fans. I cannot believe we got Judd Davis on and the porn bot just is, is exploding into the chat. Like what what are we doing? Yes, Muddy Jacks play the Raiders tomorrow. Let's get it on, baby. It's football, boys. Pads were put pads were put on today. Grown men were slamming into one another, just bu busting uglies. Okay, football's back. Okay, balls were touching we balls. Hands were hands were underneath other man's grown areas, catching snaps, handing balls off to other grown. I mean, it football is here, boys. Okay, it's gonna be a good day, baby. It's gonna be look. Come on, baby. <laughs> You're let's, pumped. You're let's pumped. go. Feels good. Uh, it's been a long time coming. We've been uh, we have been waiting for this. We have been waiting. That's awesome. All right, guys. Awesome. We have we have it's been a long show. This is, might be a record show for us, but it's been a fun show. I Andrew took his show his clothes off. we we are no longer a sports show. I don't even know what we're doing here. Like what, <laughs> it's just uh, what busting uglies. What am I watching? Scoop, I don't know, dude. I don't I don't know. We have it's, no idea, bro. Like ugh. Oh golly. This is this is too good. Um so, hot take, Steve, before we, before we get out of here, before anybody else gets any hotter. hot in here. My yeah. gosh. Woo. Have you, seen, have you seen the chat? Mike says, we talking uh, football? Uh, I don't know anymore, Mike. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. 
The whole Adam. thing's falling apart here, people. All right, look, <laughs> hot takes. We're going to get through these things. We're going to go about a minute each. Uh, Shelton, I'm going to throw this one to you. Okay. Uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats had yep. an amazing year. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Are they going to repeat that amazing year? So I looked it up. They lost nine players to the draft, inclu- inclu- including Ritter, right? I believe that's the guy's name. Okay. Um, right? Desmond, Desmond Ritter, I think. Am I right? Sort of close? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they lost nine guys. I looked at their schedule. They play Arkansas game one. I was like, well, that's going to be a tough one. But they also beat Notre Dame last year ranked. I was like, okay, well, that's, that's okay. So maybe you wash game one is always a doozy. Uh, UCF they play, they crush UCF. They play USF, they crush USF. The rest of the schedule looks exactly the same. So honestly, the two hiccups to me, in my opinion, are going to be UCF, U- yeah, UCF and Arkansas. Arkansas has the only opportunity to really ruin their hopes and dreams because it's, the, it's week one. So, I don't think they do it again. Uh, I really don't. I think they're going to lose two games. Two to three games. That's my take. Who who just subscribed, Steve? Oh, uh, that's a great question. I don't oh, wow. know. It's probably something off of a website. Thank you for subscribing. I cannot believe you didn't watch. I was looking at my notes I'm, here, Steve. You got to lock it I, in, I, dude. I, I, don't, I don't have a notification. Holy crap, dude. Oh like, we're, we got Whatever porn bots. You're, you're, leaving the, you're leaving the chat. We can't even say thank you to our, our – this is ridiculous. <laughs> Ah, this is unreal. We have just, we've lost complete control. We probably have lost Look, subscribers since we started, to be honest with you. We're, we're about know, to break 2,200. So if you're if you're brand new here and want to subscribe, I appreciate it. If you don't, I totally understand that I as well, too. I totally understand why. I mean, the, 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 the inmates are running the asylum at this point. Look, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, Luke Fickle, uh, he got handed a, uh, a Fickle job uh, when he, uh, he coached for uh, Ohio State there for a short period of time. Uh, he got booted when I think he was doing a pretty good job. Uh, and then Cincinnati picked up Ohio State's trash. Uh, since then, uh, you know, Cincinnati has done well. They've got a, a little bit of a weaker schedule, but they, they do have a senior quarterback. They've got a senior tight end, uh, a senior offensive line. I think their offense will be good. I'm a little suspect with their defense, but the teams that they play, like you just mentioned, their schedule, I think they could probably get by with a little bit of a weaker defense. But I don't know. I don't think that they can make it into uh, into the playoffs this this year. Not this year. But with that offense, I mean, they may be able to score fifty a game. So it's going to be really dependent upon what their defense can do because they lost a ton of players on that side of the ball. So I'll say no this year, only because I don't trust their defense. Okay. So we're on the same page. Uh, a couple things. We had a super chat, and Gator Gang asked if I ever figured out what Friday Night Lights is. I'm glad that's still alive and well. Uh, I yes. I, I know, I know what it is. Uh, uh, we got, we, I'm afraid to read this 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 super chat from North Florida White Trash. I, honestly, I'm like I've got PTSD from the last one. Uh, it says I know an IT guy for the bot problem, Barry McCockner. I feel like I'm missing something. Oh my goodness, Barry, my co- oh my goodness, bro. <laughs> What? What? Oh, North Florida, bro! It, oh, hit, it took a Florida. minute. It took, a minute, and then it's like just like a ton of bricks in the face. <laughs> oh, what are we doing, bro? We're, this is supposed to be a family channel. This like, is like we... an old school Simpsons, like uh, like where Bart would like prank Mo <laughs> like on the phone, like. Uh... Is... Oh, we got another super Very... chat. Hopefully, this is John Wilcox, my man. <laughs> Here's five bucks for five dollars for FSU's recruiting. Hope it helps. <laughs> uh, it's, it's it won't. Go Thank far. you for a for a, for a for a for a for a clean for a clean uh 
<laughs> thank you, John. Clean, yeah. Thank you, John. Thank you for bringing us back to normal, boys. I appreciate that. Wow. Uh, all right, two more hot yeah. takes. Two more hot takes. All right, get out let's of here. Go, let's get this one. Yeah, my gosh. Uh, look, uh, Josh Allen, uh, the two hundred eighty-five million dollar quarterback at uh, at the Bills, got a little bit of a uh, hard bump in the first practice uh, there for uh, for the for the Bills uh, by a defensive tackle named Jordan Phillips. After the hard bump, there were some fists thrown. So, Shelton, I want to get your opinion. If you've got a $285 million franchise quarterback, how do you feel about a defensive tackle four times his size throwing bows and throwing hooks at your quarterback? Yeah, that's your quarterback, man. Like, I, I asked you, like, what happened? It doesn't seem to me there's any reason for it, unless Josh was talking some smack, which doesn't seem to be the case. Seems like it was just a hot, hot evening in New York, Buffalo. But I don't like it at all. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I mean, the guy's wearing a red jersey for a reason. You're not supposed to hit that guy. I mean, maybe he's pissed because he got he's getting paid a lot of money, but I, I don't know. I feel like Josh Allen's done a great job of earning the respect. Now, if it was like a, a Baker Mayfield or a, a Sam Darnold, I could see that, right? Like a little little punk, kind of like getting paid a lot of money. You haven't really proven yourself. I could see that. I could I could have a little bit more of an understanding, right? But Josh Allen, guy's a, a stud. Don't go. It's like you don't you don't do that. It's it's a no bueno for me. It's a no, it's a no go. I got you. Look, uh, is defensive tackle like you're not just going up against a quarterback. You're going up against a center. You're going up against a guard. You may even have a tackle that comes in on a little bit of a cut block there. Uh, but you're fighting a battle against guys in front of you. So if you've got a quarterback who you give a hard bump to because you finally got a a, a seam, you finally got through a, a, a double team, a hard bump. Look, you didn't knock the guy to the ground. You didn't toss him up upside down on top of his head. And then for the for, for it to turn into the entire offensive line swarming the guy. And then, like, look, anybody who's ever played football, those helmets, you can't punch through a damn helmet. It's not going to hurt anything other than your hand. So he punched him with the helmet on? Face. Yeah, it's football. Yeah, they, they, they're, in, they're in thuds. They've got they've got. You know, pads and respect and, factor, respect factor. Yeah, well, look, but hey, respect isn't a thing. Like the, when it comes to you're out there grinding. It, the, Jordan Phillips is trying to make sure he's got his spot on a roster. You, 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 you pop a kid in the head. It doesn't. And no, nobody gets hurt. I, Jordan Phillips isn't wrong. Look, you take a kid out at the knee, and you and you bust that guy up to where he can't play. Problem. You you take a little bit of a cheap shot at him because you know. You know, the offensive line is going to tell you that you're a piece of crap for giving him just a bump. Man, take a swing. Who cares? It's football. Okay. Very interesting. Oh, new subscriber. There we go. Weapon X. Let's go. Must have been must have been fired up from the porn bots as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think it has been a fantastic show. From start to finish, we've seen everything I think we could want to see in a show. Thank you guys that stuck around this long. I mean, it's been a long night. It's been a great night. And it's been a fun night. Um, a couple things before we go. Fantasy Football League. If you guys want to want in and you're a member, uh, shoot me a message on the link that is in the community page. If you want to play fantasy football and win some cash, win 150 bucks in prizes and more, possibly more money depending on what we raise, um, become a member. Join the the hottest family on YouTube, the uh, the Pigskins. Earn your wings. Um, Earn your wings, baby. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. Also, too, if you want some merch, some Scare Money Don't Make Money merch, check the link in the description. And if you're brand new here and you kind of like the vibes today outside of the porn bots and the weird kind of conversations and the <laughs> uh, the the white trash, you know, 
those those are great. Those are good. I can't really say anything about it. those. Are fantastic. That's honestly. impressive. If you're here for that kind of stuff and you're loving that kind of stuff, then you know, smash the like button, smash the sub button. Let's keep this choo choo trainer rolling, and uh, we're gonna try to get some more content out for you guys. So, love you guys as always. Appreciate it. You guys rock. Go Braves. Even though they suck today, uh, <laughs> let's let's have a good one, Steve. Shut them off, Steve. You guys have a good night, man. All right, baby. Let's rock and roll, Shelton, my friend. Let's what get a out show. of this damn Let's what get a, out what of this a damn studio. What a, you guys. <laughs> Burn it up. It's a fan- what kind of league is the fantasy league? It's a fantasy football league. Okay, guys. Keep praying for our boy Lincoln, please. Go Gators, boys, girls, ladies. Have a good night. Love you as always.